Yo, 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 it's your man, Castro X, coming at you live and direct, as usual, man, with the With All Due Respect podcast, sitting with me today, uh, gracing our airwaves yet again, is Little Miss Darian, you know what I'm saying, how you doing, little lady? Hi, I'm beautiful, how are you? I'm good, man, <laughs> I'm out here chilling, man, just got done doing a really good episode with uh, Aaron Sawyer, man, he was at the yeah. show as well. Uh, I don't know if you know who he was. I thought he was an uh, audience member until he got up and started rapping with J-Rob, little white dude. <laughs> and he got bars, man. He was a really uh, intellectual conversation. I enjoyed it a lot, man. You know That's what I'm amazing. saying? But uh, what's up with you? What's going on? I'm just I'm getting a new place. Well, I'm looking at a place tomorrow that I'm going to get. House, myself. apartment? Um, It's a duplex. So it's kind of got the backyard um, and everything because I'm trying to get my dog livable with me again. 
Okay. Yeah, no, I want my dog back. <laughs> Yo, you don't get of, to keep the dog in the breakup, man. <laughs> what kind of dog do you got? He's a husky Malamute mix. Mm. And I've had him since, uh, it was between my junior and senior year. I got him during the summer of high school. And I've, he's going to be 10 this year, so I'm old. How old are you, Darian? I'm curious. I've never asked I'm 26. You. I'll be 27 in September. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you brought up high school like it was yesterday. So I was like, yeah, but it, not, but then I look at it and I'm like, that's almost ten fucking years ago. You guys, like my 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 reunion's coming up in two years. <laughs> but see, I just didn't know because I mean, you and uh, such and such both have a very young personality, so mm-hmm. you guys could easily get off with being twenty one or so. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had no idea. How old you well, were. I appreciate that. I think like I just have really young uh, genes. Like, my my dad, the only reason you would even remotely know that he was older is because his beard has gray in it. Mm. His hair doesn't even do that. Like, he looks little. Like, he gets ID'd sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, he's my... There has been times when he's gotten ID'd when we went out to the bar together, and I didn't. And I was like, what the... That's crazy. That's good for him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for the uh, for the gray. I'm ready to see what Castro ah. looks like with the gray. You Man, I, I hate it when people try to cover it up because I'm like, one, you're probably hurting your hair. And and two, like, I don't know. There's something so distinguished That's about aging. Like, it's like, can you do it gracefully? Because if you can, that's the sexiest thing. I don't want to look like those old-ass white men that are ugly as fuck when they get old. I want to George Clooney that shit. Like a silver fox. Right. I hope. <laughs> yeah. I consider myself a very handsome dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping it sticks with me throughout getting old. You know what I mean? I, I think the big key, okay, so for me specifically is like, I'm cool with wrinkles as long as they're happy lines mm. on my face. Explain that. So if... If you hold your face a certain way, you're going to get wrinkles that way. So if I'm frowning all the fucking time and I age that way, that mean that means I didn't live my life well. <laughs> so I naturally scrunch my face a yeah. lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? When I'm with you guys, I'm smiling a lot. Yeah. But like a lot of times I'm mug face. So I'm probably going to have an ugly mug. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. I, I don't think so. Because like for, for me, it's like crow's feet are sexy as fuck. So mm. like because that means you've been smiling a lot or maybe squinting too much. But... You need glasses, um, but that's okay. <laughs> you right, know, right. but like, as long as it's not like you know those women get those jowls where it's like their the sides of their mouth like go all the way down to their chin almost because mm. they've been frowning their whole damn life. It's like no, that's not gonna be me. <laughs> How do you feel about old age? I respect it so much. Mm, you respect that's very unique. I like that. Well, it. It's hard, especially because, like, so people who are older now, to me, like, I wouldn't really, my parents, with all due respect, um, <laughs> not the rest of it, right? Yeah, not the rest of the but but my grandparents were a lot of my teaching factors. Well, I have teachers on both sides of my family, also. They were actual teachers too, mm. but they raised me a lot more than. My parents were working their asses off, so I got babysat by my grandparents, but who was actually teaching me. It was okay. my grandparents. But now, like, my dad's dad's got Parkinson's. Mm. His wife just died, so my grandma just died. Uh, my other grandma, she's got cancer. 
and like it and then I've got a whole nother set of grandparents and that grandma has cancer it's like it's a lot and I have this very unique connection to them I want to take care of them mm-hmm. because I think that uh, human beings like if you look at it from like old times or something like uh, we all used to be sitting around a campfire together talking having conversation yeah the grandparents were always right next to their grandchildren you were living in the same spaces okay. it's not like divided the way it is now like if you think like general generationally like tribally older like think of like before society in like the in manner the, uh, that we understand right like but your whole family is living in your home with you so you're you're all taking care of your grandma if she's getting old hmm. or they're all helping you take care of the baby while you're having a baby like all of these like connections that a lot of families have that I don't think like a lot of people have we definitely anymore. lack that now uh, yeah I rarely speak to my grandmother right. which is unfortunate um, and a lot of people are that way nowadays so yeah. um, I do believe uh, I feel like things were more wholesome back then well, um, a lot simpler. A lot simpler. Um, you definitely had a connection with your family. Your family was everything, I guess. You know what I'm saying? If you guys are waking up together, eating shit, shit and sleeping, all of that, 24 mm-hmm. 7, it's like, damn, when the fuck is my <laughs> uncle going to move out? When is my right? going to go away? You know what I'm saying? Would you go get married so you can leave, please? Right. <laughs> like, right. But... No, I'm going to get married and she's going to live here too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I do see a beautiful element in that, but I do also, as we're making jokes, see where it could get a little. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also weird, like, as far as aging goes, because I'm really kind of understanding. It's like, uh, you know, my grandparents are way older than their parents were when they got too old to take care of themselves. Like, my grandparents are in their late 70s. Why do you think that is? Uh, honestly, quality of life is probably better, but how much better can it be if you're dying like that? Right. And I don't like that. Like, yeah. So we gotta make healthy choices now. Oh yeah. It's very important. I'm. I got a water, right yeah. here, you guys. I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking a nice. Not the best choice. But, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I need to get back into my fitness, Darian. I've been lacking, girl, for like Dude. I say, I always say two months, but I've saying been saying two months for like two months, or for not for longer than two months. You know what I'm saying? What is fitness specifically like? Are you trying to jump into a full routine for yourself? That's what I like. I'm a routine kind of man. Okay. Wake up every day. I may take one day off because I yeah. guess a rest day is a thing, but a routine for me is you know what I'm saying. Or fitness is you know what I'm saying push ups, set up squats, eating healthy. Um, also while working on the mind which I've been working on the mind yeah uh, a lot that's all I really do but your body I feel I mean, affects your way of learning and things as well man so you gotta you know what I'm saying well if you're not taking care of your vessel what kind of ride are you gonna have mm, I like that break that down a little bit like okay if you don't get a tune-up on your car <laughs> If your car is running low on oil, aka hydrate yourself, please. Um, like, but you're not gonna have a good time. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna have more breakdowns. You're gonna get like on the side of the road, and my tire blew out. Like, like, and like, cause I hurt my knees before, mm. and it hurt everything in me. See, I feel like uh, fitness as well affects your mental health. One hundred percent. Working out every day. Um, I'm. 
a way more positive individual. Uh, I face depression, but when I work out, I tend to face it less. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if it's just me personally, but I feel like it applies to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Well, there have been a lot of, like, immense amounts of studies. When you work out, you are actually not only um, you're regulating your internal everything, so that helps, so your body feels better by itself, but even inside your brain, you're releasing serotonin when you're mm. doing stuff like that. See, I, I don't like conventional working out. Talking about that. I, I would rather, like, I'll go rock climbing. Which is dope. Or I'll... You seem like that kind of gal, like, yeah. hey, let's go fucking yeah. hike and, like... I, hey, look, I could climb on that. We should plan a trip, uh, me, you, and Ganwag, or whatever mm -hmm. the fuck to go. We should all go on an adventure. Yeah. Um, I could get some equipment. We can podcast in the woods. Like, yeah. I've not got to journey a lot, you know what I'm saying, in life. Well, my biggest goal right now, so I told you I was going to get my dog back. Mm. I want that dog to see real snow before he gets too old to move. Because so, he's a husky, too, right? Yeah, said. so I want to take him to Colorado and do, like, a... Such and such is going to hate that because he hates cold weather, but I'm going to be like, I want to go camping with that dog in the snow just one time. Mm, that'd be dope. Yeah, up in Colorado or something. And it, honestly, Colorado's a day trip, realistically, I if we want to do been. it like that. We should. On one of my days off, we should legit take yeah. off. I just, I want to see the world. You know what I'm yes. saying? I'm 26. I feel like it's time to get that shit going right mm -hmm. now if I'm going to explore. You know what I mean? And then the beautiful thing about going to see other places, even if it's in the, in the United States, because mm -hmm. you still experience other cultures and other ways of living. and It's so expansive. Like, realistically, um, our, our country is so expansive. Like, Maine compared to New Mexico. Right. What? In, in other parts of the world, like, what are... Those are not even remotely the same culture, but we're, we're all still weirdly in the same culture with each other and we are but you go to another state and it could be completely different yeah like, what the fuck who are these people yeah you know what i'm saying i went to california once and uh me and the person i went with we played a game it was called who can make the most eye contact with strangers because no one does out there but in oklahoma okay oklahoma it's one of those things we don't have to talk to each other i'm gonna make eye contact with you and i'm probably gonna nod at you Acknowledge I, your presence. I acknowledge that you exist. Right. And I'm going to leave you away from me. Like, you know, I give you, you a bubble. And in California, people don't look at you, and they stand right next to you in line, and I mean right next to you, and you're just like, ah! Or at least I was. I was like, could you give me my spots? <laughs> That's crazy. But, but it's also like, it was weird because we road tripped that whole thing, and I made friends in every single state. So you naturally got a positive personality i could see you making friends i think okay. growing up in oklahoma did that to me though is this where you're from you're from here yeah mm -hmm. i mean my dad's side of the family is from north dakota okay so i talk weird sometimes <laughs> like okay. I, I do hard o's <laughs> like oh geez <laughs> but sounds like the uh, canadian people they talk like that yeah like, what are you talking about it's weird i don't, I don't know hey what you gonna say yeah. That's something to say. Well, my cousin's name is Jacob, and my sister's name is Marjorie, and man, I just wish everyone would get their shit together. Like that's what my family sounds like up in North Dakota. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, 
but they also have kind of a similar culture up there in a weird way. It, it's it's Midwestern stuff. Like, East Coast people, I think more populated areas have a harder time actually weirdly... They get desensitized to being around people. I feel like they're... Um... They're not used to being as genuine, as personal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Here, you gotta put up a barrier real in quick. In the South and in the Midwest, we're all very big into being like... Respectful. Respectful, but hospitality. We, space is a big thing mm. that I noticed. Versus out there, it's very quick. It's not that they're meaning to be rude or anything, oh, no, but if not they tell all. you like, hey, get the fuck out of my way, they don't mean that in a bad way at all. It just means... Please, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. This is how it is there. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, well, I've never been, I've I've never been East Coast. I I don't know much. I just watch movies, so that's why I can't my knowledge. Well, I I mean, but like I said, I've never been to a place where I couldn't find a friend. Yeah. Like, I'm. I think I could do good in New York. I think I could get along with some motherfuckers. I feel like I'll do well. New York scares the shit out of me. I would, I would walk in there and I'd go, (laughs) <laughs> I think I would do well there. But like, so all I've, the only places I've been, I was born in Houston, Texas. Okay. Left at one years old. Raised here in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Indiana when I was a kid uh, to meet my father's father. And then I don't remember that at all. And I went back to Houston once to visit my uncle in prison. Uh, I ended up in a random house, a Mexican house. Because um, my uncle, he's Mexican. Shouts out to Felipe. Uh, I ended up in his family's house I never got to go visit him My auntie went and visited him And I was just in this house Eating fucking Like this chick was making tortillas On the stove And her daughter Really wanted to get with me So they kept trying to get me To marry her It was weird I was 16 It was a lot for a young white boy Like I had never dealt with that shit Uh, So that happened And the only other place I've been Is back when I was with The mother of my kids Uh, Mm -hmm. We went to meet her father And he lived in Vegas So I went and stayed there For a day or two and uh, yeah. that was beautiful. That was the first time I'd ever seen anything different. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, desert. It's so beautiful. Dude, I'm low-key. Because, okay, if I had to pick, like, if I'm a mountainous person or a desert person, I'm probably more like, give me some snow. You know? I. She said, give me some fucking snow. Like, it's just what I like. I don't know. Well, the snow is beautiful. Well, and I'm a tiny white girl, so it vibes with my complexion. Like, we're all <laughs> here right. for it. But um, I low-key, some of the, uh, like, I really want to live in New Mexico for a minute. Do you? I really do, because they have mountains, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have all see, of it. I feel like they'd be more desert-like. Yeah, but, well, I, I don't know. It's kind of like what you said. I would like to travel and see all of it. Because yeah. I've, I've been to a lot of different states and stuff, but it's mostly, like, up the middle of the map of the U.S., mm. you know, for the most part. Like, I've been everywhere between here in North Dakota, and I've been to Missouri and all that. Mm-hmm. Tennessee for Bonnaroo. Woohoo! What is Bonnaroo? Bonnaroo is this giant music festival that is awesome. It's super hippy-dippy. Are you a music festival kind of person? I would rather go to a music festival than a show. Like, that show that I went to with uh, y'all was the first show I've been to probably in, like, five years. Mm. Because I don't like being contained in close quarters with a lot of bodies. Well, good news. Uh, That's where we plan on going with things. This is just a start. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we plan on turning this into festivals. I've never been in festivals, but D and Lovelace... uh, they're festival bodies. That's mm-hmm. what they come from. That's their entire background. So 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? They plan on, we plan on pushing, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what our shows are called. Like, what the, do we have a name? I think it's Third Eye uh, Entertainment. That's D's thing. So Third Eye Entertainment or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. That's where we, we plan on turning that into a festival group. A okay. festival. Mm-hmm. So those artists, such and such, everybody like that, when we move on, like, we're eventually going to work into, like, festival work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think the reason I like uh, festivals a lot is like okay so Bonnaroo is like a three day event, mm. right? I get to they have multiple stages going at the same time. I can pick and choose where I'm going for the entire time, and honestly, low key, uh, this bitch does acid and just trapes around and looks at the music artists like they're gods for. A while like <laughs> so talk to me about acid that's something i have yet to uh experience i'm not ready yet um but acid's was, very specific be careful mm, i was just talking to aaron sawyer though mm-hmm. uh sawyer about uh shrooms shrooms is where i want to start that's something i plan on investing in eventually yeah. uh tripping by myself and just studying my enemy uh talk to me about acid talk to me about hallucinogenics in general tell me your thoughts I, I have a lot of experience with them. Um, the first time I did hallucinogenics was at Bonnaroo when I was 15 with my dad. Okay. Like, my dad was like, That's wild. we're going to do it together so I can babysit you. How was that? Was it a bonding experience? Me and my dad are either the best friends or the worst enemies on acid because I'm a lot like him. So when he gets in a funky mood about it, I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. We had to cut really quick. Uh, had some people, uh, some guests arrive early, and they were talking in the living room. Shout out to such and such and my new roommate. <laughs> anyway, uh, you were talking about uh, your father, acid. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, okay. So, like, me and my dad have done acid together more than once. Like, okay. this is very specific, and it's usually at music festivals. Me and my my dad do this. Um, so I can tell you a story. Okay. Oh, yeah, like. So uh, I got custody of my little brother when I was 18 years old, mm. um, and we went to Backwoods Festival, right? I've me, heard of Backwoods. Yeah, me, him, and my dad, and my friends, and we all got you know acid, and my little brother had never taken acid before, like ever, <laughs> and uh, uh, my dad was like, "You need to watch him. You need to babysit him," and he was, I was like, "He's 17 years old." And I looked at him and I was like, go be free. Because I was on acid. <laughs> and I was like, go be free. <laughs> and and my little brother ran off doing what he does. But he's safe. He's, you know, he's not crazy or anything. And, like, later on, later that night, he showed up, no shirt, with glow-in-the-dark body paint on him that no one could figure out where the fuck he got it from. And he's like, I'm having the best time, you guys. But me and my dad, he... My dad was like, I feel so angry at you right now. And I'm like, I think it's because you're trying to control the situation. Such a, hold on. Well, no, okay, so there's something very specific, because this is part of why I want to talk to you about this part of acid. Uh, You watch Harry Potter movies? I've seen one and two. I'm not a good Harry Potter fan. Well, there's this thing in Harry Potter where uh, he has a good luck potion, Okay. And when he takes it, he's like, everyone's like, okay, so the thing that you needed your luck for, go do that. And he's like, no, I think I'm going to go over there. And then he does, but by the end, when he comes back, everything that he wanted to accomplish with his good luck, 
happened, he just didn't go directly at it. Mm. He was like, oh, no, this feels luckier. This feels right. That's what acid feels like. But when you try to control it, it almost, that's when things get scary. It's like, how willing are you to let go of things and just, and just the let flow. them happen? See, mm. mushrooms are a little bit like, I feel softer. Right. Which would be a good start. Acid feels very, like, hard cut to me on that. It's like, can you let it go or are you going to eat the world? Because mm. that's what it feels like. It feels like you can't get enough. I just worry about uh, dark thoughts entering my mind. You know mm. what I'm saying? As I said, I struggle from depression and certain things like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so I'm working on building myself in a more positive light. I'm worried that I take that acid and I'm going to go on a bad trip due to that. Yeah. Or uh, worry's going to enter my mind. And then from there, you know what I'm saying? Right. A acid's hard to microdose with, but mushrooms are easy to microdose with. Mm. Um, you might think about microdosing first, because even just a little bit, like, because when you take a little bit of mushrooms, usually you don't get a lot of the visuals, but you get, like, the introspective high mm. of it. Like, the body high, I guess, is how you would describe it. I, I, I think everyone should take mushrooms, like, quarterly, just to reset, <laughs> like, or at least I would like to, me personally, but, um... Because what, what I do with it is, like, every time I take acid, every time I take mushrooms, then, like, by the next day, I'm like, all of that shit that I was worried about doesn't matter at all. Because I am so small in this universe, but my universe is so big. So does it put things into perspective for you? Yeah, like, hard. Hard mm. reset. Factory reset. Turn it off and on again. Mm. That's what that feels like. I plan on getting into it. Got to find them first. But uh, eventually, when yeah. I stumble upon the sacred shroom holder, mm -hmm. if you will, I will. I'm, I'll, I'll look into it. I think and I got a few people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, that's dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, it, it's one of those things. It's like, uh, especially when you're having all of those... Because for me, it's almost like when I'm in a bad mental state, that's probably when I need it the most. But I also have really good, like, I'm really good at very specifically, like, oh, my mind's going down. I've never had a bad trip. Mm. Not even once. It's, See, you're so positive as well. To me, from outside yeah, looking in, but, what I know of you, okay, you are just naturally an aura of light. You well, know what I'm saying? thank you. That's so, a very uh, sweet thing to say. I couldn't see you having a bad time, and I wouldn't want you to. You know what I'm saying? You seem very, um, like I said, positive. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, my whole thing is is the more that I uh, kind of exude my feelings, like I'm always like, I'm so proud of y'all. Y'all are doing such a good job. Like I'm always throwing that out there because it's one of those things people really don't actually hear those words very often and this is true and then you told me the other day not to cut you off but to add you're on okay. uh you told me the other day that what we're doing here is very good anyway i needed to hear those words they meant a lot to me you know what i'm saying uh so for example anyway go ahead yeah well well it's one of those things like these are things yeah we're all sitting here thinking it but who's saying it hmm. So I, I may outwardly seem like super positive, but I think it's it's like I'm I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. Mm. 
do you feel uh, like it's put upon you to do so? No. Like no, it's gift? my favorite thing to do. I just mean, like, not like <laughs> pressured to do so, but I mean, like, a gift. Like, uh, Well, I did have, like, a conversation with my cousin the other day. I think I have a really good way of... Um, so, in large social situations, I'm not, like, the... I'm not the largest presence in any room, mm. ever. Um, you know, I'm usually here for moral support if you need me. Like, come hug me if you want, like, kind of thing. But one-on-one uh, -on -one conversations, I shine really hard with that. Like, I, I can connect with anyone if you leave me alone in a room with them for five minutes. Mm. We can find something, and I can make you feel good about you some way. Because there's something that you shine with. And then right. I'm basically holding the mirror, and I'm just sitting there, like, adjusting it so that you're shining it. And Look then it's at like, you in this angle. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. That's beautiful. I feel like people, like, you need to exist. You know what I'm saying? We Thank need you. that kind of um, positivity and um, spirit of uplifting. You know what I'm saying? So that way, for people like us, we, uh, you know, or there's a lot of people, I mean, who, uh, and they don't they don't naturally see that in themselves so the fact that you can see that in individuals you know what i'm saying right uh it's beautiful Thank you. um okay so let's let's get a little deeper then you know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying? you know that's what i like to do so as far as the way you view you though if you can see all this positivity in everybody else do you see the positive in you i have to so it's so easy for me to see good things in other people because mm -hmm. that's what i'm looking for I don't care about your bad and your ugly. Like, you can get out of here with that. Like, mm. show me the good things, and my interaction with, with you will be good. Mine, it's a lot harder. I have to sit there and very, very specifically find things I'm doing well. Mm. Like, it's very specific because I've been a absolutely shitty person before. Really? Yeah. Like, that was how I lived my life for a long time. I feel like we've all went through that rough time mm -hmm. where we're not the best us. Yeah. Know? And, well, I think in a lot of it is, is lately, like, I quit trying to justify that behavior. Hmm. Now, Break that down. Now I'm just like, instead of trying to be like, oh, well, this happened, so of course I would react that way. Now I'm like, I'm sorry I acted that way regardless of what you were doing. So more of a an accepting mindset of like yeah. this happening this and is apologetic and it's opened everyone up like all of those people that i was having these horrible experiences with mm. they because all i wanted the only thing i wanted when i was just up in my own shit in my head i was like just say you're sorry mm. say you're sorry for the way you treated me and i'll say i'm sorry for acting like a bitch and then i was like I'm sorry I acted like a bitch. And they're like, I'm so sorry for the way I treated you. Hmm. I was like, that was the whole thing I wanted the whole time. And I was acting out like a child. Hmm. Like, n like, enlightened growth on that. Like, I will admit I'm wrong. Every time now. Immediately. I can be in the middle of an argument with you, and if I realize I'm wrong, I'll stop the argument. and I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I was wrong the whole time. I'm not holding on to the I'm right shit. I'm, do you feel like it sets you free being able to do that? Yeah. And honestly, it's inspiring people around me. People mm. that I cared about a lot, that we all hurt each other during that time period where I was being just the worst version of myself. 
like we were hurting each other mm. all of us we were all getting way too drunk acting like absolute assholes to each other freaking getting in fights like horrible things and then like as soon as i was like i need to i need to quit waiting for you to apologize to me mm. i need to apologize to you and i need to understand within myself that this is not how I want to be. This is not how I act. I won't be this person anymore. And then as soon as I did that, it everyone else was free to admit when they were wrong because I admitted I was wrong first. So it's not a defense mechanism. They're not like, oh, well, no, I'm right in this part of the situation, you know. They're not defending themselves. They're like, oh, you said you were wrong first. It allowed now, them to drop their guard. Yeah. And and honestly, it's beautiful. I agree. It's definitely beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. It's hard, though. That's like ego death a little bit. It's like, are you that prideful? Mm. Can you let that part of you go? I do feel having an ego can be beneficial, but also very destructive. You got to learn how to balance your ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, you got to have, you know... You gotta love yourself, have pride within yourself to a degree, you know. It's it's healthy to be that way, but um, to the point where it's affecting others in a negative sense. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be able to control that. You gotta be able to, uh, like I said, balance. Well, ego is like in a lot of uh, like psychology manifestos. Like I think Carl Jung was a really big one. Your ego is there to protect you. Mm. But it's also, it's it it's like having um, I don't know how I would explain it because it's the part of you that is trying to protect yourself from other things. So pride, why are people prideful? I don't want to be wrong. Why don't I want to be wrong? Because then I'm going to get hurt. If I'm wrong, that's bad, and and someone can use that against me. Mm. Instead of just like, I'm not right all the time. I'm sorry, I was I was wrong in this instance. And then your ego dies a little bit, but it also like it's like your ego is is the wall you're putting up, mm-hmm. and it it'll fight for you. But Even it's also you hurting you in the back, if that makes sense, because it, it's not allowing you to be open. It's trying to fight for you. Kind of thing. Do you feel like that's an issue we have in society today? Yes. I think a lot of people were raised with it. Mm. Like, your parents probably didn't like it when you were acting like a little brat or what, like my parents. But being wrong in my house meant consequences. Mm. So being wrong was something that wasn't good to do. So I felt like I needed to be perfect all the time. So when someone told me I was wrong, I was really bad at taking criticism because I was like, if I'm not perfect, then I'm going to get consequences mm. in some manner. But I just grew up with that mentality. I had to freaking get rid of that shit because that's... My parents never meant to do that to me. But that's the kind of things that they accidentally put on... Parents do accidentally put these things on their children sometimes. And they do. I don't think that they weigh in what it could do. Right, you know yeah. They don't mean it. It's it's not any maliciousness. I right. would never say that. Right. Um, what do you think we can do? 
starting today as people, uh, speaking to the audience and things like that, mm -hmm. um, to, I guess, get that ego under control, not be afraid to necessarily be wrong um, and be more open, just open to, um, I feel we were blind a mm -hmm. lot to, um, bear with me, I'm trying to break this down. Uh, I feel like we're blind a lot to our own self-image um, and you know what I'm saying and we want to protect when it when our self-image isn't what's naturally real what's what's real you know what I'm saying yeah how can we be more open to what's really going on with everything does that make sense yeah 100% um, well we talked about chakras that one day a lot we of did. it is being truthful mm. being honest because like a lot of people when they don't like something They'll go on and on and on about it. They're happy to be mad. Like, mm. instead of that, like, if you like something, because this is what I do. If I think something's cool, I'm going to kind of blab about it for a while. I'll be like, oh, no, you're doing such a good job. Look at all you. <laughs> like, I'm so proud of my friends <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's like if I notice something that, like, makes me happy for you, mm. I'll tell you, too kind of thing instead of I'm like oh yeah I'm happy for them what on Facebook no tell them to tell them to their face like let your people know that like spread that like positivity because people bounce it back to me all the time they're like I think you're doing a good job like I'm like oh yeah thank you I just think that that's <laughs> so beautiful that you that you do that I don't know if you feel like you need to but the fact that you do it mm -hmm. is so beautiful as I said it's, there's a, um, a a really big lack of that positive reinforcement from others these days. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And the fact that you choose to share that with people, um, you're saving lives with that. You know what I'm saying? You're a hero, Loki. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I appreciate it. I think, well, a lot of people are so focused on like, well, especially, okay, mm -hmm. so quarantine, COVID, I, I hate to always bring it back to that, but people are feeling more and more isolated. And I think people really do need to sit here and Loki, what is important? Is it the fact that my friends are making music and I can go to their show? That's important to me. Mm. That's exciting to me. Look how happy all of my friends are manifesting the shit that they love to do. Wasn't Look at it, this podcast. Wasn't it beautiful? It was so beautiful. Minus it being a show and people getting to but like the yeah. spirits that were there at that moment. And I know we probably sound crazy to the to the world, but yes. I don't give a fuck. With all due respect, <laughs> fuck. You know but wasn't it? It was like, uh, I'm not a religious dude, but I used to go to church when I was really young. Mm -hmm. It was like whenever people would uh, do worship. People are often happy during worship. The vibe that, is elevated. That's what I'm saying. And when we were there, seeing such and such do his thing, mm -hmm. um, it's like, that's my friend. Look how happy he is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like The fact that we were able to bring that together and all be involved. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, it wasn't a bunch of artists that we didn't know things like which is cool sometimes you know what i mean it's yeah. not what i'm saying i'm saying the fact that like this is like our people our like we're one one unit and we're all going through this beautiful positive thing at the same time together and it was yeah it was special you know what i'm saying well and and i like the idea that like it can be competitive but only like to a certain extent because honestly we're only here to support each other the thing about that show like i told you i'm not really good in social situations you want to know what my favorite thing was what's that i could reach my hand out and touch someone i knew at any given point in time I was like, these are my friends, you guys. <laughs> it was really dope and so supportive. Before you guys showed up, 
I hate that I'm still talking about the show, and here we are like a week. I, I love that show. It's a great show. It, it's, what we, it's what we have right yeah. now until the next one. When the it's next one comes, we'll be hyping that shit up. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, before you guys showed up, because you guys showed up a little uh, later on, right? Um, JDB the Real. Uh, JDB the Real is Jesse. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him, but. Um, yeah. He got up on stage for the oh, mic check. I was check. there for that. Okay. Oh, not the mic check. Yeah, when he got up on stage for the mic check, um, he was forgetting his lyrics. He was super nervous. And it was just the rappers in the room. Mm-hmm. And they were like, nah, bro, come on, you got this yeah. trip. And in hip-hop, that that's not a thing a lot. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot yeah, of like... There, there's a like, oh, I got to be better than you right. somehow. But it's malicious almost. It's right. like, why can't you... Y'all can have a competition with each other. Exactly. But be kind. So you brought <laughs> up the competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And I believe competitive competitiveness in hip hop should always exist, mm-hmm. but it's exi- it should exist in a sense of iron sharpens iron. Yo, yeah. I'm gonna come at you with everything I got because I want you to fire back even harder. Yeah. I want to push you to be the best you can be in hip hop, so that way I can be better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's beautiful. That you is my saying? favorite type of energy. Like, listen, I really want you and everyone. Like, cause I don't even know a lot of the artists very well. Like, on the realist. You've met, I think you've met a lot of them. No, I, I I met Lovelace and uh, D. D. I mean yeah. D. I've met Jesse, and me and Sam go way back. Gengar. Gengar. Me and Gengar go way back. You need to get him on this show then. If yeah. Got... I I love that kid. But <laughs> um, like we used to freaking share paint <laughs> back really? in school. Yeah, like it it was just funny i don't know but um like but i don't really know a lot of that but i really do want all of y'all know like the energy that this is like creating within my friends because like it is something so incredibly special Mm. like i i have not been witness to it before truly like, there is a sense of, like, hey, I don't know you, but I know you know my friend, so you're my friend, mm. kind of thing. And it's like, we wouldn't bring bad people around us, kind of thing. So everyone vibes. Everyone's getting elevated. It's like, if I'm if I'm coming up, so are you. I'm mm. going to grab your hand and gra- get up here, bitch. Like, <laughs> come here with me. Like, we're all rising together. And, I mean, not me, personally. I'm you not rise doing much, with but... <laughs> And that's what that's why I keep honing in on this gift you have, right? Yeah. Because I feel you very much have a place. And everything that we're doing right now and building, you have a place. And your place is to continuously uplift us and bring those positive vibes. I don't know. I feel like that's a very... Um, I'm like a hype man. To a degree, <laughs> since we're talking hip-hop. But, like, it's very much a, it's a special job. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... We need that. That that's that energy that's gonna keep everybody going. I, I think the reason that it is received so well by a lot of people is because um there's not a single part of it that's disingenuous. Like I think most What pe- does that word mean, bro? I'm di- stupid. I've di- never no, heard that word ever. I was like, you see my face. Disingenuous means like uh you don't believe me when I say it. It's mm. not genuine to you. Mm. I'm not being disingenuous. like if if anyone ever feels like I'm just sitting there, like, telling them they did a good job without, like, they think I don't mean it. You can tell it's real when you say it. I, I hope so. Like, mm. and I have a lot of people tell me that, like, they, like, I, I want you to believe me because I do. I, I believe it mm. when I'm telling it to you. Because that's part about speaking the truth. 
and the more truthful I can be about the way I feel about things, the more, you know, it's just truthful in general. Like, mm. if we can all be, like you were asking, how could we do better? A lot of it's being honest. Mm. Like, don't get on to people for having bad days. And it's one of those things, you are not your actions. You are you underneath whatever the fuck you do. If you fucked up so bad, and I mean so bad, like, because I felt unlovable after I acted like that person when I was at my lowest. I felt unlovable, like, completely. I felt alone, and I didn't want anyone to love me. And the more I didn't want anyone to love me, the less everyone did. Mm. But then it was like, okay, I would never treat another person that way. If, if I knew that you were just fucking really hurting in your soul, I wouldn't judge you for it. I'd hug you. Mm. So why am I acting that way to me? Like, that's the hard part for me. It's like treating myself with this, the same love and compassion that I can easily show to other people. I have to figure that part out. That's what I'm working on right now. And I think that's what really um, intrigues me about you. Because, like I said, you're so sweet. You're so positive. And you deserve the utmost love and care. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I completely understand that that is um, a task. Yeah. You know, we are biggest critics to ourselves. Yes. But, um, so, I mean, I go through that as well. Mm -hmm. But from the outside looking in, it's like, don't be mean to you. You know what but, I'm saying? But, well, but it, it would be like, okay, so if, uh, if I was having a hard time and I was just like, I, fucking bad mood, just pissed. Like, I'm accidentally slamming doors because I'm like, this fucking door won't close. Like, I'm just like, mm, mm. really angry. Are you going to be like, oh, Darian's a bad person or Darian's just having a rough day? I'd be like, she's upset. Yeah. She's going through it. Right? So when you're feeling that way, you're, because we're, that's one of those things. We sit there and we meticulously take stock of all of our fuck-ups. Mm. And we don't celebrate our successes enough. Because, like, I got a list of things I messed up this morning. Mm. But what did I accomplish today? Because that weighs more. Mm -hmm. It weighs more. It's heavier. It's more beautiful than the shit I messed up. And I'm not, I'm not my actions. I, I agree. Um, a friend of mine put it in another words, man. It's, and that's appreciating the little things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being able to step back. Uh, shout out to D. Um, being able to step back, you know what I'm saying, and uh, take recognition of like, well, yeah, this is bad over here, but look at this great thing that's going on. Look at this. Mm -hmm. And being able to appreciate that and be one with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like compartmentalize it the right way. Mm -hmm. Be like, okay. Not pretending that this isn't doesn't exist. you got to be right. aware. And yeah. as you said, you got to be able to accept it to a degree. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, back when you were talking about earlier... Uh, I hate trying to backtrack. I'm You're okay. At it. But um, I'll get there. Mm -hmm. Back whenever... I can't wait five years down the road on podcast. We're like, going to be listening to this shit and we'll be like, oh, look at all of us stumbling over right. everything we said so bad. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Five years from now, I'm like, oh, 30 minutes ago when you said this, this, yeah. and this, it's going to be easy. My memory's going to be great. <laughs> but um, when you were talking about... um, I mean, having to admit that you were wrong. You've got, and so now to translate it back to what I was saying, mm -hmm. you've got to be able to accept 
the the things that are not correct with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, see, this is why I hate backtrack because now I forgot what was over here in this. Well, well, it's one of those things that by accepting that I did the wrong thing instead of trying to defend it, now I am free to correct my behavior mm. in a way that I want my direction to go in. I'm not sitting there, I'm not the wall, I'm not defending my old self from you. I'll admit I'm wrong, take her. Mm. However you want to hold her. Like, if you're mad at her, be mad at her. If you're going to forgive her, forgive her. I'm not that person anymore. Mm. I'll hold up my hands and you can take her. Because I admitted I was wrong. And now I'm not like, it ain't like that no more. You're free from that. Yeah, ain't like that no more. Mm. Ain't like that no more. That's what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> I like this. This was a good little episode. Yes. You know what I'm I feel like it was very powerful, good for people. Yes. I, I think you... All my fucking friends. I am just so excited to be anywhere. Like, I feel every time I'm around y'all, it makes me so happy because I can just see the manifestation. I can see it's like we can talk about things. It's like it's growth, building. Mm, you always call yeah, it building. I do call it building, but you're all right, growth. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And I really appreciate being a part of it. You really make it like, Everyone around you feels so good, and this podcast is dope. All the Thank shows you. are dope. All our friends are dope. All this music is cool as fuck. I'm just freaking, I'm so excited for everything, y'all. <laughs> I'm really glad to have the privilege to get to spend time with you guys. Uh, my friend circle is very small outside of what I do with this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I got a couple dudes that I spend time with, that I build with. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When I can. But, um... To be, you guys, to me, are the cool kids. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> my little nerdy ass just gets a chance to be, like, involved with you guys. And it means the world to me. Like, it's so cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You guys are just, you guys are very uh, enlightened individuals to me. Uh, and I enjoy y'all's presence so much. So to get to sit down with you guys and no matter what the fuck we're talking about, eating booty to <laughs> rap music to spiritual shit to whatever. Like, yeah. it's just always a great time. So the chance to to sit down and build with you guys. Each and every one of y'all is like, yo, this is nice. You know what I'm saying? And then I also see it. I'm a, I'm a visionary, man. I, I see things going places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, as you keep talking about, we're, we're, we're um, elevating. elevating. I, I see this going, you know what I'm saying? And I may sound crazy to the universe, but that's okay. Now I manifest that shit, Castro. Right, I'm I here see, for it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> sure, I see us going somewhere. Like, mm -hmm. there's some big things coming. And, uh, really big like things that i believe we i mean we couldn't even you know saying understand yet like there's big things on the way you I, know what i mean i was always one of those people who didn't quite understand because like uh dom does this thing where he's like ah, i want that i'm gonna just go make it happen real quick and i'm like huh mm. and he has that energy to him he's like making music is what i want to do so i'm just gonna go do that real quick and now he's in shows and now he's freaking like okay it's just deciding that this is what we're going to do. If you believe it, I'll believe it with you. We can't lose. That's And that's all it takes. The moment you decide, hey, I want to be a podcaster, before you even make a podcast, the moment you decide, hey, I want to be, you're a podcaster. Yeah. The moment you decide, hey, I want to be a rapper. Fake it till you make it, man. That's all <laughs> it is, man. Uh, you're not even faking because that's just dope. <laughs> right, that's all it takes. Then it just takes the work. 
Put yeah. it in the work. Just follow follow that idea you have. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then you're that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do your exercises. Right. And we'll get in shape. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes. It's beautiful. The mind is crazy. I'm reading a book right now called the K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. I can't say it. The Kabbalion and some shit like that. Um, it's, it's I'll have an, to see it at some point. It's on, uh, <laughs> on your phone? It's on, yeah, what's that app? Audible. I'm listening to yeah. it. Um, anyway, it talks about that um, manifestation. Um, it's so real. Mental. Um, anyway, I'm just saying, it, it's crazy. The entire universe is mental. The universe is um, mental. Um, it's it's mind. Yeah. It's all in your mind. I, I think that that is a lot of it because, so like, uh, major physicists even, like, you don't have to be spiritual to believe that this is not the only plane you exist on. Mm. You don't have to. And to be honest, the idea about... not to cut you, but that book also, so I'm going to plug you up with that book because okay. it also talks about that. You'll you get off on it. It's dope. Yeah, you got, I, I need it. Like, yeah, <laughs> Lovelace put me on it. Anyway, go ahead. But, uh, like, we are all... I swear, it's it's mostly deciding, but the, the attitude that you come at it with is just as important as what you manifest. Break that down a little bit. So, don't have a bad attitude about what you're not accomplishing. Mm. Just keep trying to accomplish what you want, and I, I don't think, because it's like, okay, quitters never win, winners never quit. Mm. If you don't quit, I don't know if you can lose. I definitely you may have a little slump yeah. on the road but so you'll you'll continue to move forward though regardless. yeah but usually after your slump that's where you level up level up i like mm-hmm. that yes ma'am because honestly usually if you're running into a slump that's that's a boss battle mm. like me quitting drinking that was a boss battle mm. that was hard and it was horrible and i hated it and then after i did that level up do you not drink anymore um, I do uh, every once in a while. It's rare. Like, I try to. I, I want to make it very, like, it's usually, I don't drink habitually. I don't daily drink. Mm. End of story. Not even, a, I don't beer. I don't do things like that. I but do like, not beer. But when I, um, when I go out, like, at the show, I drink. You did. But I, I kept it very w- well within my boundaries I love that, that you're able to be aware of like this is how much I need and I'm cool yeah um that's why I don't drink currently I probably could do yeah. all right if I chose to drink but right now I'm I'm just leaving it alone I'm yeah in it. I don't need it right now well low-key that show was the first time I drank in 70 days before that how'd you feel about it after drinking were you proud I of was yourself proud of myself because okay. I didn't not not once did I think I acted like an unkind human being and I never got to the point where I felt like I was anywhere near drunk hmm. You know, like I, I got to the tipsy point and I let myself so you got get a off that. Nice buzz and then you came. Yeah. You came back. Yeah, like That's I. That's beautiful. I, I didn't, and I hope I'm not just eating my words. And I did act like an asshole to someone. I'm no, so sorry you, if I did, but like. like I'm from with my interactions with you. You were great. You were daring. Yeah. Um. I feel like that's good though. You got to be able to have that self control. You know what I'm saying? That. It's really hard to, like, well, that's another thing about admitting I was wrong, because I used to be like, I don't have a drinking problem. Mm. Yes, you do, bitch. Drink every goddamn day. Right. And it's not even, 
It's not wine or beer. You're drinking hard liquor, honey. Mm. Get the fuck off your high horse. Come back down with real people for a minute. Look you at yourself. You gotta be able to, to trace it back. You gotta be able yeah. to see Yeah, but now, now I can forgive myself for it. And honestly, as long as I know where my boundaries are, I can respect my own boundaries. I like that, man. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Derry, you're going to be here in the next episodes as well. So, <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know you're finna sit here. You know what I'm saying? We can record some more, so it's weird. Thank you for coming to the With All Due Respect podcast. I am having the most beautiful time. Thank you for having me so often, because honestly, it's low-key. Any Anytime, like, y'all are like, hey, we're going to do a podcast, I'm like, I'll be right there. <laughs> we're coming, like, an event. You know what I'm saying? With you guys. It's like, yeah. once a week, let's get together and fucking... It, just, it, it feels good, because it doesn't have to be about anything specific, but we really have some really good, like, deep introspective talks because if if you're not acknowledging what you're trying to work on out loud mm. i don't think it works i agree you got to be able to speak yeah it's, it's just manifestation. like yeah manifestation and shine love and light y'all for real mm. all right y'all this has been the with all due respect podcast i'm castro wax you know what i'm saying we in this motherfucker such and such in my living room talking to my roommate i'm a little worried <laughs> we're gonna see what happens there but uh my roommate man he's about to start working at Alorica for ally bank <laughs> such such just came from yeah it's weird. i hope i hope that, i hope that goes well for him he's the type of guy i feel like he'll do well there you yeah know what i'm saying me it takes a type a very specific like uh, mentality to be able to sit there like that he's one of those dudes i feel like he'll move up quick me I'm the type of person that jobs like that, but like I don't take it serious. I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? I uh, worked at a call center for a really big insurance company, and I was just kind of like, I think I'm gonna freaking, I gotta quit. <laughs> like, I, got to. I gotta stop. <laughs> I'm working on a uh, a movie or a TV show script called Call Center. I'm trying to make that a thing. Yeah. I don't know how to write a script, but I'm working on. It. I've already wrote. I something. can I can help you. I have a lot of theater background. Do you? Yeah. I well. Would you be interested in the wise. idea of trying to help me to make it a comedy oh, yeah. called Call Center? Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of it, like with writing scripts, is reading it because you're gonna know how it sounds when you can bounce it. Okay. I'm gonna let you take a look. We'll, we'll talk it out and. Uh, Hell yeah, man. I think it'll be fine. Anyway, y'all. Be sweet and safe, y'all. Tune in to the next tip. Brr, yeah.